How was your uh, Thanksgiving tie? So the greatest holiday the, in history. The good and bad. Okay. Okay. Um, There's start. no bad on Thanksgiving. Don't, don't talk is. like that. There okay. is. It's called Monday after Thanksgiving. Ah. Uh, like the the Thanksgiving hangover is yeah, real for sure. Like it took all of me to get up this morning and like go work out, but then even like getting into work, it's like, <laughs> you know, when you come back to school after summer vacation and it's like I forgot everything I learned last yeah. year. Like that's how I felt coming like back to work today. I'm like. Right to- what, what do I do? What's going tough. on? Because I literally, it was amazing. I literally took four days and did not think about work. I was totally just present, plugged in. So the good way, 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 way outweighed the bad. But honestly. The actual holiday was great. Oh, it was awesome. It's coming back from the holiday. Awesome. Y'all stayed here, right? Because you got all yeah. family here. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what, though? It was interesting. So um, my sister, she just had her first. And, um, and my brother was traveling with his wife's family. So this year we decided usually everybody comes together. My wife's side, my mm-hmm. side, everybody. And it's chaos, right? Like 30 yeah. people like the at the chaos. house. And uh, this year we were like, hey, like my brother Zach, he's gone. Let's just maybe my sister wanted to start kind of her little thing and do her own Thanksgiving. So she did that. Um, and so we did like just a more intimate and it was way more kickback. Yeah. Um, you know, we usually, we usually, my, my mother-in-law cooks, that's like her meal, like that she loves doing that, but we usually host just from a size, family-wise, and they're, yeah, because you're super rich and you have a big house. You said it, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not bragging if somebody else says it, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, comparatively, because my in-laws, they're doing the RV living deal right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they got out of the house, and then, like, they're literally doing RV. They're rich and, in freedom right now. Oh, my Yes, yeah. and mobility. And mobility. Uh, so anyways, it was good. It was great, and we got a ton of work done at the house. Like, for, it's crazy. Like, you think, like, four days, you just want to do nothing and relax. Like, for me, it was so much more recharging to, like, get stuff done. Be productive. All the stuff you've been putting off. Yeah, yeah, well, I wouldn't even say, yeah, I mean, we've got projects around the house that are kind of, like, all coming to a head, and, like, little things got to get done that, like, we had a couple contractors come through, Part of it was fixing some mistakes, but part of it was getting stuff prepped, ready for the next guys that are coming in. So it was a lot of that, and then got in the garage, got everything. It's that post-Christmas decoration. So, again, it mm-hmm. should be this weekend that we should be yep. pulling stuff, or this last weekend that we should have been pulling stuff down. But anyways, after you unload it, now you've got all the tubs and boxes. Where do they go? So they got to go back up in the yep. attic. So Yep. But anyways, it was great. Got a lot done, and uh, yeah, feel good. Awesome. What about you? You traveled. You you well, uh, you went wet. Well, well. <laughs> so ours is a classic case of making the best of a bad situation. Okay, lemons or lemonade. lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. Uh, so and I don't. I get my. I'm getting my days mixed up. But our younger son, our two year old, woke up. I think it was Monday night. Threw up all night. Oof. So he was sick. And your oldest had just gotten over that a couple weeks before, right? Yes. So youngest was sick. And me and the oldest were just going to drive. We were supposed to go back to my hometown, Abilene. And we were just going to go and hang out. Um, And my wife and my sick son were going to hang back. Well, the next day, my oldest wakes up, has the flu. So we didn't go anywhere. We just ended up staying home. So my wife, shout out to my wife, she, we pivoted. This was Wednesday, called an audible. Got some meat at a local barbecue place. 
she threw up some sides together, and we ended up having like a four-person small oh. thing. First, first time we've ever done that, just the four of us. Uh, so it was going to be fun because we were going to go yeah. back home and see cousins see and all that, yeah. but it ended up being maybe more fun because we didn't have to travel, and we just got to do it. And you don't feel our, guilty for taking yeah. a nap on the couch? Yeah, exactly. Eat. So, no, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I obviously missed seeing family, but, yeah. you know, just the four of us, we had a great time. So yeah. And then Thursday, last Thursday, so I told you. Thanksgiving. This yeah, the Thanksgiving Day. So I told you that this month is the most epic month sports wise. Yeah. World Cup, football, all that. Day. So Brazil saw that. Obviously I'm a big fan of Brazil. Saw, well, actually Being that was there. the only game I watched. Yeah. I didn't even watch the USA. They games. got the win. It's literally as soon as their game was over, you could switch over and watch the Cowboys get the victory. Yep. So Man, I think it was, was wasn't it the same channel? Wasn't it? Actually, no, it was. It you're was. right. It yeah, just you're right. Rolled yeah, it just rolled right into it. So yeah. it was the greatest sports day and a great probably win. of my of my great lifetime win, like, from the Cowboys. Yeah. And I mean, even the Detroit Buffalo game was a great game. I didn't watch a single minute of that. Oh, it was a good game. Yeah. It was. Re- I mean, it was better than the Cowboys Giants game, right. other than the fact the Cowboys won. But yeah, it was a great game too. Yeah. And that was a great weekend of sports. Yeah, yeah it was. And then, and then I, did you watch any college football this weekend? Holy smokes. Not really, no. Oh, I w- oh I watched uh, USC. Yeah. I watched USC yeah, yeah. beat Notre Dame. They uh-huh. look good. Yeah, they do. They looked real good. They do. Uh, but, I mean, the, the I Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon State beat Oregon. Um, I mean, there was there was some great games. Yeah. I mean, A&M beating LSU. I mean, the yeah, it was. I pretty much spent my whole time watching World Cup soccer. I like, I like a mix of, like, competitive games, but I yeah. mix in with some upsets. And then I also, like, Obviously, teams I root for, I just want them to keep winning. But, yeah. like, it was just a great mix of sports this weekend. Yeah, that was phenomenal. And the U.S. by the time this airs, yeah. the U.S. will know their fate, but they play tomorrow when yeah. they recorded on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And they have to win to advance if they lose their out or I tie their out. Dude, this is really yeah. bad. But that England game, was that bad? No. I mean, obviously, England's I'm good. I'm of the yeah. mentality of, like, no moral victories. Yeah. But from a pure soccer standpoint, we shouldn't have even tied them. They should have yeah. beat us pretty. In fact, most England pl- fans were saying, it's not a matter of if we win, it's a matter of by how much. So wow. tying them was actually a big, yeah. USA I think is the second or third youngest team yeah. at the tournament. Yeah. So for them to, but again, I mean, it's a tie. Like, and Brazil, it's like Brazil's ranked number like, one right, going into the tournament. Brazil's number one in the world. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of expectations on them. Now their best player's hurt right now, so he's not playing. He didn't play today or the next game. He won't play again this Friday, but. Um, Hopefully they he should be back. The They've already, they're already advanced, so he'll be back for okay. the, the following game. So. Sweet. Anyway, yeah, it's been fun. Every four, once every four years, you get this. So Awesome. And guess what? We get it next time. Next one. You better believe I'll be there. Yeah, I, I bet. I mean, Jerry's hosting a game. You, you better, better believe you I'll better be there. You better close some deals before then, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a pricey ticket, I'm sure. If I'm we sure. have any companies out there that would like to sponsor the podcast <laughs> with World Cup tickets for four yeah. years from now. Seriously. Seriously. So, anyway, for those of you who could care less about Sport. soccer, sports, anything like that, sorry. Hopefully you, uh, that didn't bore you too much. But wanted to finish up our discussion, our uh, – What's happening to religion, faith, yeah. and God? Uh, wanted to finish that today. Um, so far, we talked a little bit about, you know, just some open questions that we had. Last time we talked, or sorry, so far we've talked about our background in faith growing up. Last time we talked about church church, and, 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 and yep. the literal decline of attendance and, and people who are religiously affiliated. And today, I just wanted to kind of have an open discussion of what does the future look like? What are, where do we go from here as a country? Do we need religion? 
Should we try to, you know, should we work as a nation to bring it back? Do we want to keep them separated like intended? Where, where do we go from here? It's uh-huh. kind of an open dialogue of, of how this is going to impact future generations. Yeah. And, and what does that look like moving forward? So a decline in faith... A decline in religion, a decline in association with Yeah, you know, the I think that's interesting. You say a decline in faith. I mean, I think that's because I think that's what that's what media would say, right? Decline in Christianity, decline in religion, decline in those are measurable. I think decline in faith is yeah, hard, is to hard to because again, this is this is totally anecdotal and totally an opinion, but I would say if you ask um, if you pull a hundred people, um, I would say still a large majority would not say, "Hey, I'm straight atheist." Yeah, like I know that there's nothing else out there. I don't believe in any greater being, and it's just like us existing. We happen by chance, and it is what it is. Now, what I would say, yes, is I do think that there's um, a a, um, a reduction in organized religion, uh, and for a number of reasons, too. Mm-hmm. I think the problem, the problem with, with that right now and the problem of pegging, like, hey, I'm not Christian anymore, I don't go to church, or I'm not um, Muslim anymore, or I'm not Jewish, or whatever, whatever it is, what, what's really hard is typically they're turned away not because of what they believe, they're turned away because of what someone person has done to them, mm-hmm. whether it be a church, whether it be somebody within the church, whether it be you know a rep- representative of it. Um, it's it's more so I believe that than it is a you know what, and I'm not saying it's every case because I would I would argue like even like you've been really honest about like hey I've just got questions. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, like, logical things that just don't really add up to me. Um, but I would say a majority of people that have turned away from, you know, pursuing, you know, having a religious identity and saying, nah, nah, I'm good. But I would say those people still say, I still believe that there's something bigger yeah. than just us. Yeah. And I think that ultimately at its most basic form is faith. Mm-hmm. Because you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't feel it. But I know that there's something Something there and bigger. Yeah, from a societal standpoint, I'm I'm I wonder, does it matter if people do believe in a higher power specifically? Or is it more about the actions that that belief causes in their lives? So if you say you believe in God, mm-hmm. but you don't attend church anymore, you don't really read your Bible. It's not really impacting the way that you live. You're still treating yeah. people nicely, right? You're yeah. not you're not an asshole, but you're. It's not really you're not really inconveniencing yourself. Yeah, you just believe that there is a God. Mm-hmm. From a societal perspective, is that helpful at all? Because I I would argue whether you're f- religious or not. To me, and that's the other confusing thing is, however many religions there are, everybody's convinced that their religion is the right one. Yeah. But to me, from a societal perspective, it I don't think you can argue that there's benefit to living a religious maybe that's not the right word. There's benefits of religious practices. Uh-huh. Right? 
You're going to abstain from certain things that are not the greatest for you. You're going to um, be probably more helpful in your community. You're probably mm-hmm. going to be helpful with your financial situation to others in your community. Like there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad that can come, yeah. but I would argue there's a lot more good that comes from someone who practices yeah. their faith yeah. and lives by religious practices. I, I don't know. Maybe that was a... No, 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 no. I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, I'm just thinking from a... What's most important, yeah, right? Yeah. Is it doing the things or believing in the thing, right? Like, what's right. most important? Yeah. Um, and I think from a societal standpoint, if we're just, like, purely just, like, analytics, right? Like, the behaviors that we are conducting in society today, um, does religion benefit? I don't know. I mean, you look at you look at Dallas, DFW. DFW is rated the most uh, unfaithful city in the U.S. and arguably one of the most faith-based cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, that surprised me. I didn't know that. Yeah, which is which is, it, it, a study came out this year, and it's it it's heartbreaking, but it doesn't surprise me because he, and here's here's why is in order for your actions to change, your heart has to change, right? If, if whether, it's, whether it's, hey, I'm changing my actions because, like, I'm just eternally grateful that I've been saved and I, you know, I've got salvation and I've got eternity to spend in heaven, I, like, and I don't deserve it. Um, I mean, think about, think about when someone does something so big and impactful in your life and you're like, I don't deserve this. Like you change, like you change in your actions because it's like, dang, like I really didn't deserve this, but I was given it anyways. Like I'm going to X, Y, and Z because of this, right? Same Christians. That's, that's, that is the foundation is we are different because one is we are eternally grateful to our father for sacrificing his son so that we may ultimately one day join him in heaven. Okay. And then two is the the gospel is the good news. And so not only are we grateful, but we want to spread the message so that others can, others can know the good news and, and, and participate in the great things that happen. I think you start off with a question on like, what does it matter, right? Is it just the actions matter, or does the does the religion matter? Um, and I, I think I think the faith and the gratitude and the grace and all of the things that that come with being saved that is that is what leads to actions from a society standpoint that I think benefit. Now the problem is, and I brought up the point about Dallas being unfaithful. The problem is, is you've got and, and all of us are included, right? Humans are flawed. Humans sin. Humans screw up all the time. But the problem is, is you're within a culture where it's like, yeah, we love God. We're Christians. We go to church. But you're out with your assistant having an affair because not only is faith a part of our culture, but like success, right? Dallas is a highly successful city and there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of misinterpretation of the Bible, I think, too, in that, um, like, specifically men, and I'm not saying it's just men because the unfaithful aspect comes on both men and women, um, is taking that, like, hey, I'm the head of the household, 
egos are inflated. I make a good living. Now I can do what I want. What are you going to do? And so there's just a lot of just like really just messed up thinking, I think, in our in our city under the guise of, hey, you know, I'm 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 in a small group, I go to church, I'm a I'm a board member, I'm this, I'm that. Like all these things that are checking the boxes because you're successful and you have to do those in Dallas, but really your heart never changed because you really don't believe what you say you do when you're at church on Sundays. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's part of it. But do I think, I mean, Muslim, Jewish, I mean, they're very rule oriented. Those religions are very rule oriented. And so what they do, does that help society? Yeah. Do what Christians like the way that like, you know, the teachings and especially, I mean, old Testament for sure, but like new Testament, even right. Like love thy neighbor, like, you know, like Jesus washing the feet of, of his disciples, washing the, I mean, saving people that didn't deserve to be saved, showing grace to everybody. Yes, like our society needs those things. And if if he's the example we're striving to be like, knowing that we'll never achieve it, like, yes, that's going to make society better. But so are the other religions. Yeah. So what's the differentiator, right? Like why, how are each one different? Because other than like extreme Islam, like, and you get in like the, you get over into like Middle East and stuff like that, like things that they're doing to women, uh, things that they're doing um, to infidels and stuff like that. Like that obviously doesn't help society. Right. But like here, I would I would say that there's a lot of good things that they are supposed to do according to their book. Yeah, that's the interesting thing is because you talk to them, they are fully devout, devoted. Believing, more so, more believe, so. Yeah, they they are full belief that what they're doing is yeah. what they're called to be doing. Just like a Christian fully believes they're doing what they're called to be doing. Just like a you know somebody who's Catholic or yeah. the or difference whatever. Is, the, the difference though is, as I believe, you have to earn your way in in their religion. So there's no yeah. days off, right? Right. Whereas like Christianity, it's like all right, if you believe, then you should be by my side, right? Like right. that's how you like yes, like. I believe in Jesus, and I accept him in my heart, and I go through the whole deal. All right, I'm good. And so what, what people do is they just, all right, I'm good, and then yeah, nothing changes. Yeah, to me what's always been interesting is if you truly believe that there is a heaven and hell, you believe that people who are yeah. saved by Jesus are going to heaven and people who are not, everybody else is going to hell. If yeah. you truly believe that, yeah, why aren't you doing it? everything in your power yeah. to save as many people as you can. Yeah. We let, we let societal pressures keep us from talking to somebody about it because it's awkward. Yeah. We let all these different things. And so that's always been one of my well, question mark. And, and I'm not, and I'm talking to myself too, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's just like if, so that's, that's where I have a trouble with the whole heaven and hell thing is because yeah. think about people that have literally never, like they have, they live deep in the forest of Amazon and they yeah. have never, Seen the outside world? Are they doomed to hell? What about the baby that never so that's that's that the dies question, at birth? Are right? they doomed to hell because they didn't accept Jesus? So that's yeah, that's the hard part of the for me the struggle of heaven and hell is it just seems so human constructed yeah. to me. If yeah. I'm being honest, yeah, it seems like a very human. Hey, if you're good, you do well, this. But if is. you're bad, you go there. But it is. But it's 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 a it's a divine God interpreted by mm. basic humans right, right? that right. don't have the capacity sure. like sure like and oh gosh i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher it but uh 
anyway, in, in the Bible, he says, like, you know, your understanding is not my understanding. My ways are not your ways. Like, yeah. you don't understand what is going on. Like, like God sees everything and knows everything and, and understands everything. And so there's no way that we could understand everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had his son for a very limited time on earth. And think about the New Testament was written all about that mm-hmm. and that impact. How much we learned in just, you know, 33 years. Right. And so there's no way that we can understand it. And that's the hard part. And we talked about that. Right. It's just like the idea of faith. Right. And and, you know, we have a book. Right. And we have a book that is interpreted by humans, whether you're a scholar, uh, whether it's, you know, you have gone back and and looked at scribes and looked at um, uh, scrolls and all of these artifacts that like we pulled the Bible from, like there's still an interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I say interpretation. It's not, and I'm going to clarify that. It is God's word through people, right? And, and that's the one thing about the Bible that's interesting, right? Is, you know, there's, there's over 40 authors that wrote over 60 books over 2,000 years. And it's the only book that one has not been, does not contradict itself, right? So everything is all pointing in the same direction. There's not one thing that contradicts itself by 40 different authors over 2,000 years. Like there's no way that the things that are being said and shared, they could connect and talk about it and like coordinate, right? Yeah. And all of the um, all of the scribes used, they still have, and they can still have all been validated, right? And then it's the only other book too, that historically has not been disproven, right? And there's this argument, well, is the Bible true? Well, in essence, it's true because there's not an event in the Bible that has gone back and been disproven to not be historically accurate. So that's one of those deals, like, it's like, okay, there's, it's not a coincidence that this book is written, right? And, and God used humans to write these words down and then obviously collect all of them and put them. What for me is who decided what went in and what didn't. Yeah, That's where I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't have that answer. Because you're telling me that Paul didn't write other letters. You're telling me that Moses didn't write other things. You're telling me that Abraham didn't do other things. I mean, there's like who chose which ones to put together and to congregate. And that's, again, again, that's where like divine putting these books together to, to create the Bible is just beyond, beyond yeah. our understanding. Yeah, I think we definitely have a, the capability to let, uh, what's the word? We as humans, we crave community. We crave movements. We crave these things. I mean, QAnon yeah. <laughs> may be a bad example, but we, we crave the, we want to be a part of something. and We crave that. So I could easily see how a movement could have gotten started 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And it catch fire, and everybody wants to be a part of it. And I could see that, but I do. I also see what you're saying, which is there's just so many different perspectives that seem to be sharing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I guess you know the whole did Jesus die, and then three days later was he raised? I don't know how you prove that necessarily, specifically. Yeah. Other than with facts. Other than other than actual. Um, written documents found right from multiple sources outside of 
outside of his disciples, right? Who could have been like, like they current day would be a cult, right? That would be okay. And then if one of them came and said, yeah, I I saw him. That's what I always think. About. I saw if this him. happened. In, like, if right. this happened in 2022, yeah, you wouldn't believe. Oh, anybody. Well, well, I've got a story. By the way, I was down in Austin. I've got a story for you. Um, some dude called himself Jesus. Wow, true story. I'm on and tangent and, and put a put a pin in um, witnesses claiming to see Jesus, right? But um, and so I'm walking. We're finishing a tour with a client, and uh, we're walking by this coffee shop. And this this dude's sitting outside, like down. He's got big bags, and he's like, he just says something like, something about like Thor or something. Says something to me about that, and oh yeah, and he says something else, like super like complimentary, but like you're kind of like he's on something. Yeah, is he, he a little odd, right? Yeah. And then he kind of walks over, and there's literally there's uh, six of us, and he like walks over, and he's like. Uh, can I speak with you for like just a minute and a half, just about 10 feet over there? And just like, to you specifically? Well, but I, I didn't know who yeah. he was talking to. And so everybody was like, uh, so everybody starts to move. And he's like, oh, no, 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 just him. And I'm like, <laughs> he singled you out. Just me? <laughs> and He so, saw you across the prison yard. Dude, he said, he's mine. <laughs> that's my bitch. <laughs> and so he like, we, we go over and they're like laughing now because he's off, mm. off the wall. And so he's like, okay, I, do, I promise, just a minute and a half. Okay. And time. And he, like, shuts his eyes, and he, like, is there for, like, five seconds. And he's like, I'm going to speak really fastly so that I can make sure that I get everything across. And he starts talking to himself about, like, wow. how he's going to present it to me. And he's like, I sent what, a sage. He's like, I'm a, do you know what a sage is? And I was like, What? <laughs> The spice? <laughs> he's, like, he's like a seer. Da, 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 da. And, da, and I, I sense masculinity in you and you're going to do great things. And, and, and he like goes on. And then like mid-sentence talking to me, like describing me, then he'll like stop and he'll talk to himself. Okay, it's time to slow it down. Okay, so he can understand everything that you're saying. Da, da, da. And then like slows down and is, Jeez. and then ultimately is like, would you like, um, Essentially, would you like a prophecy, and would you like me to put my hands on you? And he goes, can I put my hands on you? I was like, no. <laughs> no. He says, can I shake your hand? I was like, do you want, what do you say? Do you want, do you want to shake hands with Jesus Christ? Wow. And I was like, I know Jesus Christ, and I'm pretty sure Jesus Christ wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't present this way. But, okay, so I shake his hand. He's like, you know, you're going to do great things, and you have this aura of masculinity and, and because of that, you lead your family to this. And it was ultimately, I think he was trying to be really nice, Yeah, but bro, it was odd. So to your point, what if that was Yeah, like, what if like that off the rocker perception was like how it is? And that's how we were so cynical yeah. this day and age. So, yeah. well, yeah, no. And it's, it's all, I've, I've re- I've come to terms with the fact that it's none of it's provable, like truly provable. And so that's where the faith comes in, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And so it's all illogical if you think about it. There's this entity up there that created an earth that then created a bunch of people. So that's illogical. But then it's also logical to think that it just banged together. I was going to say. And it just came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. So, so none of it's, because nobody knows, none of it's logical. Mm-hmm. 
So you're going to have to be okay with believing in something that's illogical. Yeah. And so that's the interesting thing is there's this, we, we're logical in most of our life, but in this one area, we're okay with believing in the yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, and, and I would say it's, it's illogical until you feel it. Yeah. Right? Well, yes, agreed. Like, it's not illogical to you. Yes. Because you Correct. felt it. Yeah. Yeah. And outsider that hasn't felt it Correct. is going to be like, this dude, yeah. it's illogical, right? Yeah. So that's the weird thing is yeah. that's the hard thing because I can't, I can't prove that you're wrong. I can't. Yeah. Because you wholeheartedly believe yeah. what you believe. You felt it. It's made a true impact on your life. There's no, yeah. there's no disputing that. Yeah. And why would I even want to try? Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, what is it, what good does it do me to try to disprove you? Yeah. So that's the other thing that, that I don't get is why people want to, you know, disprove things. If it's helping your life, if it's leading you down, if it's a good social construct for you and a moral yeah. scaffolding, if you will, yeah. in your life, and it's helpful and it's beneficial and you're doing good with it, yeah. why would I spend any energy trying to prove you wrong? Yeah, you know why? I think now, culturally, why there's such an attack on religions is because religious people have been judgmental yeah, for centuries. That's true. Right? A lot of wars have been started. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Right? And so so the most hypocritical, judgmental groups are usually Christians. Yeah. Right? So they're judging you for this, but then they're going and doing that, just like I talked about Dallas. Right. Um, and And so any chance, like think about it, right? Like if you've got like a, a classmate – that's like super hypocritical. They're like the teacher's pet, but then they're like an a-hole outside on the playground. Like you're going to want to call that person out and expose them. Mm -hmm. So these people that have felt judged that maybe yeah, don't have that, it's like, dude, we're about to. Oh, uh, Baptist church, hiding, hiding sexual abuse, hiding all these things. Yeah, we're blasting that. This is our chance to get you because of all the judgment that you've yeah. passed our way. Right. Which is, which is unfortunate because, again, people are turned away because of people, not because of right. beliefs. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that's, that's what's, like, heartbreaking is, is people are making decisions on God and Jesus based on what yeah. somebody else is going to do. And that's like, that's like saying I'm only going to be – my wife's job or my spouse's job or my – their job is to make me happy. Mm -hmm. If you're putting your faith in someone other than, if you're putting your faith in someone else to bring you joy, happiness, um, peace, whatever it is that you're looking for, they're going to let you down. Yeah. So to put your eternal welfare on the actions of someone else, no wonder people don't. Right. No wonder people don't believe anymore. Yeah. So <sighs> moving forward... Can the trend continue and we continue to be a society that's civil and thriving and heading in the right direction? Yeah. Does, does religion have anything to do with 100%. that? 100%. And, and, and in my opinion, and here, here is how, is, is and I'm, and I'm just going to speak for Christians because I'm not going to speak for Judaism. I'm not going to speak for Islam. I'm not going to speak for any of those because I, I just don't know them well enough. But here's how is I think... From a religion standpoint, we need to get rid of like 
religion, right? And we need to go more to relationship. And every the current believers being more focused on their vertical relationship with God, mm-hmm. more so than putting all their effort into their horizontal relationships, your spouse, your friends, coworkers, right. kids, all that, right? Because uh, David and Ann Wilson, authors, um, they've really helped Tiffany and I like walk through some things in our marriage. Um, but they, you know, they have a book called uh, Vertical Marriage and like making sure you're right here because if you're right here, your heart has changed and now you're going to be a much better representation of what Jesus calls us to be mm-hmm. horizontally. That's where it happens. And to me, if there's any change for the positive, it's going to be on the churches to get rid of this facade, like we're perfect and this is a place. And I think that they are. I think they're there's just a, But up there's a that. balance, right? The, the thing that I do see, and, and, and earlier you brought up heaven and hell. The thing that I do see is we've got a very soft teaching of, of the Bible. Like it's very, we, we pick and choose which study in scripture. I'm not saying everybody, but pick and choose so that people keep coming to church, so that they keep giving, so that they feel good, and then they go out on their way. So they right. go, check the box, I'm recharged, I feel good, I'm full of the spirit. But all they've done is just like, just boost whatever bad habits you have. Because everybody is sat in, that's gone to church is sat in, in there and like, oh, he's talking to me. Yeah, Talk, totally talking to me. Right. All of this, so you feel like, okay, hey, my life, I'm either broken and worthless, or like, nah, I'm good. It's everybody else. All you suckers, you guys are terrible. Mm-hmm. So I think we have a watered down. So there's a balance of when you grow up, are you afraid of your father? Were you afraid of your dad? Sometimes not like <laughs> not like afraid like he's going to hurt me, yeah, but no. like there's a fear. Right. That's like this, the phrase, yeah. put the fear of God in you. Yeah. We don't have that fear of God anymore because it's a, we have a nice version because we want people to come, keep coming back to church, right. which I get is we want you to learn and know about Jesus, but we never take that like next step into like depth and actually really get to understand him. And so everybody's just got this fluffy, mm-hmm. you know, rainbows and lollipop version of, of God, and there is act there there should be a healthy amount of fear because this is the God of the universe that literally created. And again, I'm, this is my book that created heavens and hell. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not right there, then I'm going to spend eternity in hell, and it's described as gnashing the gnashing of teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, no thanks, not yeah. for me. Like, I'm going to do what I got to do. To be by his side, right? So there's there's this healthy amount of fear. But churches need to teach how Jesus taught, right? Like, and we talk about it on this show all the time. All about service. Like, serve others. It's not about you. Whatever you do here doesn't matter. This is such a small, small blip on the timeline of eternity. And we're so focused on all this. Go serve other people. Go do other, wash somebody else's feet. Like, you know, help somebody that's in need. I mean, whatever it is, but like if we taught more of who Jesus was and how to be that way and that, hey, look, strive to be that just because you're already saved. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do personally. And I say that. I'm the worst at it because I'm focused on work, grind, yeah. and I fit God in where I can. Right. Like that's where, and again, I'm, I'm the first to say that. And that's completely backwards. Yeah. But 
if there's going to be a shift and there's going to be a change, it's on the it's on the church and current believers to really check their heart and how they're treating other people. Like there's a ton of issues, right? That it's it's complicated. It's hard. Like gay marriage. What's the Christian stance on it? Yeah. You know all these race race issues, right? Uh, political. Um, I mean, you've got transgender, you've got abortion, you've got all these big, big, big topics. And it's hard because it's like, okay, what I have to go off of says this, but it also says love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. So how can I disagree with what you're doing, but still love you and love on you? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a really hard balancing act. Yeah, that's the other hard part is is it feels like people pick and choose what they stick to yeah. from the Bible. Yeah. You know, I pick certain passages that I want to stick to. I pick yeah. certain, you know, stories that I want to stick to. And so to your point, it's it's where do we evolve yeah. in, in, in the modern culture? Where is it okay to evolve? Where is it, where do we need to hold a hard stance? Yeah. I think in your case... Whether you know somebody agrees or disagrees with all your beliefs, I, I don't see any downside to what you do and what yeah. you believe and how it affects your life. Yeah, maybe you're hard on yourself and you feel like you you know you don't you're not faithful enough, but you serve in the community. You're raising your kids, you know, to to be seekers of God. You ra- you you and your wife have a healthy relationship. You're doing all the things that are helpful to society. So whether somebody believes or they don't believe the same things that you do, they yeah. can't argue that you're not being helpful. Yeah. And so whether an atheist, but but other people who don't believe what you like, like you said, other religions or yeah. people who don't believe anything at all, they can still live by that moral standard. Yeah. So again, there's just I'm we're never going to come to a conclusion that we know somebody's right and somebody's wrong. Yeah. I just look more for the good of society. I think it's a bad thing. If we get away from these moral principles, I don't think that's putting us in a helpful direction. And if that you get those moral principles from the Bible and God and and your religious faith, that's amazing. I hope, I hope that that's what you do. Yeah. I think there's other ways that you can do that as well. I just think if we're trending in a direction where there's no rules, no moral structure, well, your own, your own rules or your own rule. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of bending things to you. Cause part of faith is, is, you know, you may not agree with everything or you may not like everything, but yeah. you're going to stick to, like, to be known as a Christian, these are the things that you yeah. need to believe and need to, need to practice. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and again, it's the difference in you need to do these things or you get to do these things. Sure. No, you yeah, to, you're, right? you're going to do these things. But, yeah. but to your point is your own morals, your own this, it's like, the, we've talked about it. We talked about it in Wisdom Pyramid. We talked about coddling the American mind, your own truth, right? And creating something. Like, there are literal truths out there. Like, you cannot argue that a male has a X chromosome. Right. And a female has a Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, sci- you can't say that yeah. one is not the other. And it requires one of each to reproduce another human being. Correct. You can't argue that. You can't argue right. that. Now, is there, is there the gray, not the gray, there's not a gray area. There are truths. That it, you can't just say, I'm this. A human cannot just say, I'm a cat. Yeah. You can't. Right. Like, 
that physically there are truths out there. And I mean, there is a litany of truths out there that we just as a society decide, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. That's like Christians do it all the time. Christians will take the Bible and they'll be like, nope, nope, too hard to follow that. Nope, nope, don't like that. Don't like that. Yep, that one. That one's for me. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, wives, serve your husbands. Go ahead and serve me. Like they take, pick and choose what works for them, what doesn't work for them. And that's, that's not right. Like there are truths and there are, there are choices, right? Don't call it, hey, that's my truth. No, it's, it's my choice. Yeah. Like, if you choose to do something, that's fine. Like, that is your choice. This is, you have this one shot at life to live your own life here on earth. It's your choice to do with it as you please. I may not agree with it, but guess what? I'm not, it's not my job to make you do something different. Now, it is my job to be an example. And what my wife and I, we decided right when we got married is we said, look, we don't want to be those people that condemn, come down on people. We want to live a life and a marriage that other people look at us and say, what is it about them? Yeah. I, I want what they have. And it's very simple. It's God. Right. Like that's, that's what we wanted. And so what our job, I think, for, as a believer, my job is not to go and condemn. It's to go love, support, like, uh, you know, uh, I just totally blanked. I had a total brain fart. Like love, support, um, you know, be there, you know, to talk, conversation. But it's not to condemn. Mm -hmm. It's not to say, hey, you're going to hell if you don't do this. Right. That's not, I, I don't decide whether you go to heaven or hell. I don't decide. And that's, this is the other thing too about Christianity is like you've got all these evangelicals and, and I know your, you know, your parents were, were, missionaries and stuff like that, but I just meeting your parents, these are not those people, but those people are like, oh, I saved 2,000 people <laughs> yeah. at this, uh, this uh, tent revival. Right. Because of me, 2,000 people came to Christ. It's right. like, no, they didn't. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. You don't decide their salvation. You didn't save anybody. Now, you may have shared something that allowed Jesus to go do the work and to save, but like, same deal is... is Today, we we just don't want we don't want to acknowledge the truths that disagree with how our our hearts feel. And guess what? We're all wired with jacked up, jacked up desires, mm -hmm. jacked up motives, jacked up morals. I mean, just look at a two year old, look at a three year old. What's your devils? Devils. <laughs> yeah, they're just born that way. Right. That's we are. We are just. We are. We are born evil. I mean, I, I hate to say it. And, and so we create these truths that we want to create our foundation on when that is just such an unstable foundation. When you actually have truths and there are, you're actually following, like this is where the logical aspect, like if we follow truths and we have a foundation, guess what? You can navigate this life a whole lot better. We don't know everything, but we can navigate a whole lot. But when you're just blowing in the wind, yeah. And there's your foundations built on sand or water. Good luck. Yeah, that just seems like a really hard life. Yeah, I think I think for the good of society, there there's definitely some religious principles that may not ultimately, you know, that, that we could debate whether yeah. it's for the good of society. But I think the majority of people following the religious principles that we're taught is a good thing. Yeah, 
You're going to stay together in your marriage. You're going to abstain from things that aren't good for your health. You're going to raise children that are, that are you know, going to replace and, and, and feed in the community. You're going to feed in the community yourself. You're going to be great financially. Like to me, if majority of people are doing that, that is a thriving society. And wherever you get that moral compass from is great as long as those principles are being adhered to. The, the statistics are clear. Two-parent households, the children have a much better opportunity to thrive in life than a one-parent household. And, yeah. I, and I'm so sorry if you're in a situation that has nothing to do, you know, that you find yourself. There are circumstances yeah. that, I mean, even the Bible is clear about yeah. that, look, you cannot stay right. in this situation. But because of your faith and your wife's faith, you're going to do everything you can to stay together. Yes. And that's ultimately going to be a good thing, not only for you, but for your kids. Yes. And if the majority of us have that mentality, that's how you have a thriving society. Yeah. I don't have any problem with gay marriage at all. I, I, growing up, I did. Uh-huh. That's what I was taught. Yeah. I've, come to the real, I've come to the point in my life where I have no problem at all. Having said that, it, and we're not in danger of this. I'm not saying we are. But you can't have a society of same-sex marriages and think that the society is going to continue to repopulate. That's yeah. just, it can't happen. Yeah. Now, again, we're not in danger of that. What I'm saying is we need to still have a majority of people working off of these principles. Yeah, and li- I mean, let's go on this topic. I mean, here we go. Y'all just get ready, buckle up. <laughs> Con- contra- controversial uh, points here. Um, is you can't have that agreed, right, from a sustainable society. And again, the percent of the population that are in same-sex marriages, right, is still yeah. relatively small, right? right? Um, here's, here's We're still having enough kids at this point. Yeah. Some countries are not. No. I don't, I don't, China, that China's dopamine, population yeah. is There's, declining. I think 12 or 13 they're to, countries. They're trying yeah. to kill off another 12, 15 million. So, <laughs> yeah. Golly. Yeah. So, um, but the United States as of now is repopulating enough yes. to continue. Yeah. If forward. we don't yeah. screw it up before yeah. that. But, uh, but here's, here to, to that. The, the, here's where I, I struggle with um, the LGBTQ. Q, and there's plus. A, is it, what's the, isn't there a new a one? Plus. Is there? There's another I don't know what the plus Q. stands for. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Every letter except here's, for A. Here's, here's the problem. The problem is, is that I think that they have been, if someone makes that choice or decision, uh, and they're going to say, it's not a choice, it's not a decision, I was born this way. Um, if, if someone... Is is um, pursuing that lifestyle? Yeah. Again, I, I, it's even more awkward because I'm trying to find the right thing to say. Look, yeah, just say whatever. Pursuing, pursuing that lifestyle is that's that's great. I've got no problem. I've got two gay brothers. Mm. Out of five kids, I've got two brothers that are gay, and I love my brothers. One of them may be more difficult to get along <laughs> with than the other, but it has nothing to do yeah. with his sexuality. Right. Um, but it's it literally. The problem I have with it is they've, I think, been suppressed and judged and condemned for so long that that pendulum has swung, and now they want everyone yeah. to have that that freedom, right? Yeah. Um, and that sexual freedom and do what you want. The problem is, is what you're trying to do now is you're trying to force that onto ears that are not mature enough to hear that or to make those decisions, mm-hmm. right? And you see a lot of these, and, and granted, it's, I think, it's not happening everywhere all the time, but you see a lot of these like transgender, these drag queen shows going into schools and like yeah. doing these things with schools. Like, look, it's not your job to try to put your 
preferences onto my child. Right. That is, I raised him. I I contributed my DNA to create this child. That's my choice until they become an adult to to raise, influence, um, teach, and love how I choose. So when you're now trying to force mm-hmm. these things into schools, um, into uh, just media, I mean, Disney Channel, I mean, look, that is, you cannot argue that it is abnormal, just like we talked about, is you cannot reproduce. So we as humans were created to reproduce, and the same sex can't do that. Now, if you choose to do that, that's fine. But you've made the choice not to have natural children. You can adopt. You can do a lot of those things. You can raise those kids. But your job is not to raise my kids and to put your opinions and your thoughts into the masses, and especially the science. Again, the science has proven they're not emotionally or mentally capable of handling that information. So don't – why? Here's the deal. My wife and I, we don't talk about sex with our five-year-old mm-hmm. or our eight-year-old right. because they're not capable of comprehending what it is. Yeah. And that is the normal reproductive. Now, my 11-year-old, are we starting? Are we having that conversation? Yes, because we want to have that conversation before she hears it at school. Sure. But it's the same thing. Like, don't try to force transgender and same-sex relationships on kindergartners. Sure. And it's, you get to choose all of these things. Like, if you're going to go to a buffet, and it's like, oh, yeah, I want some of that, I want some of that. I want, like, they do not have the, uh, the, the, the capacity to comprehend that. So that's where I struggle. Look, I, I, like I said, I love my brothers. I love, I have no, uh, I have nothing against, if someone is, is living that lifestyle, Dude, love you. Yeah. And that's not it. And and I would say, and I'd say this too, and I think if you talk to like the homosexual community, I, I think that I think the majority are, of them are a bad name. They are yeah. pissed. You're right. Because there's the loud yeah. Yeah. version that's a very small population yeah. that's loud that they're like, y'all, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not on board with this. Right. Like agreed. That's not what we're trying to do, but there's this like really loud mm-hmm. uh and I, I think dangerous. Yeah dangerous group that are pushing these things and talk about like societal societal chaos yeah like that's where you start confusing kids and putting you know putting those thoughts in their mind taking out information history so that we can't learn how we've screwed up in the past and how we can be better yeah it's almost like we don't have the capability of just riding the ship we've always got to be at one so i'm totally with you the the kid thing is is re- that's that should be off limits. Yeah. Two consenting adults doing what they they yeah. need to do or want to do, go for it. But yeah, you're exactly right. Or I totally agree with you yeah. on the kids. Yeah. I just think for so long it was suppressed, as you said. For so long they were condemned. For so long they felt they were less than. Yeah. They're now making up for it because now it's starting to be accepted. So instead of just riding the ship and moving forward together, it's, yeah. no, we're going to, com- and it's like, same thing with race relations. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, I'm sick of hearing all this, you know, woke stuff, and, and I'm, I am too. I, I, I'm with you. The problem is there was hundreds of years of suppression of people and less than, treating people less than yeah. for their skin color. Yeah. Now it's starting to be accepted the last 40, 50 years. Yeah. It's understandable that some of the group is going to go a little overboard. Yeah. So do I agree with it? No, but I do understand it. Yeah. Because for so long it's been viewed yeah, a certain way. Totally. 
Now we want to bring it, so but we don't have the capability as human beings, it seems like, yeah. to just go right down the fairway. Yeah. We've got the pendulum has to be swinging one super strong way or the other. So it's like, yeah. to me, it's okay. Is it just a matter of time? Is, is the LGBTQ plus, is that going to calm down in 20 or 30 years as things move forward? Yeah. Or I don't know. Uh, yeah. Because again, the pendulum is definitely has swung uh-huh. very, very far to the other side yeah. as opposed to what it was 50 years ago. That's right. So I don't know how exactly we got down that. I don't know. It that, totally went different from <laughs> yeah. religion to that. But I think I think the overall theme is well. And here's an example. Here's an example of the uh, of the religion aspect. When when I found out um, my younger brother uh, when he came out, I handled it completely terrible mm. because I was and I would say I, and I and I shared that like hey look I, I got baptized early and then. You know, I kind of did my own thing, and then I came back to Christ in 2012, and my brother came out not too long after that. Yeah, and I was new, I was immature in in my faith and all that, and I tried to literally wave the Bible at him because he grew up going to youth group and doing all that, and I was literally and like it was a debate because he's saying, "Well, this verse says this, 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 and this, and says that it's okay." And I'm like, well, no, this verse says this, 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 and this. It's not okay. Right. And it's like, it's all interpretation of something that doesn't mean that. Right. And as opposed to, man, okay, I love you. Mm-hmm. Regardless regardless of, of this decision or this lifestyle or, or who you believe that you are, like, doesn't matter. You're right. my brother. Like, mm-hmm. you're my blood. I love you regardless. And I'm here for anything anything that I can to support you yeah. in, in, in living a fulfilled life. Because sure. I, all I want for me, for you is to be happy. Like it really truly is. And I want you to be able to impact other people too, like in a positive way. And, it, and I wish I'd have handled it that way. I didn't. And I was terrible. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe you do this. And, and I was awful. I was absolutely awful. Um, and, but again, but you learn from it. Kudos uh, yeah. to you for, you know, well, realizing it. And yeah. I'm yeah. sure y'all's relationship is much better now. And yeah. 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 I think maybe to wrap it up with this, I think, again, despite all my questions, despite my doubt, despite what's true, what's not true, where did it all begin, all those questions, I see a ton of value in having a purpose beyond myself, not thinking it's all up to me, uh-huh. and getting within a community that believes that as yeah. well. Now, whether it's through Christianity, through whatever religion it is that you pursue, to me, that is that is a valuable way to live your life. Yeah. Which is, this is not uh, about me. It's about how I can serve other people. It's a freeing way right. to live life. To live life thinking that you are in charge of everything and every decision you make has exponential consequences, eternal consequences. That's totally up to me and... Like, I, I mean, I, and I, we all struggle with it, like with our families. If I don't go grind, my family doesn't eat. They don't have a roof over their head. They don't have all the things that I want to give them that they want. And it is a freeing way to live, trust me, when it's like, man, I'm just going to be obedient. Yeah. And I'm just going to, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my, I'm going to do what I'm called to do. And, and we're called to work. It's not like don't do anything. We're called to love. But like to think that, Every outcome is dictated on a decision that you make. Dude, that's heavy. Yeah. Like, that's really heavy. And you're 100% based on your own performance. Like, your value is based on your performance. 
it sucks. And trust me, I've lived my entire life feeling that yeah. way. That's yeah. a hard habit to kick. But when you can just let that go, even if for a little bit, and say, hey, look, man, I'm loved no matter how screwed up I am, no matter how good I do, how bad I do, it doesn't matter. I'm loved and I'm valued and I'm cherished and I just have grace, man. Living life, understanding that even though I don't deserve it, I have grace. Dude, it's a freeing feeling. And trust me, it allows you to do more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and whether it's true or untrue, that's a valuable way for you to live your life. That is helpful. Yeah. There's no downside yeah. to what you just said there. What happens if I'm wrong? Guess what? Yeah. We all go to the same place. Right. I just got rid of some stress. Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm reading that, and we're going to talk about it before the new year, that book, Willpower. Yeah. And it's the subtitles, Why Self-Control is the Secret to Success. But it actually talks about, statistically speaking, religious people live longer. Huh. Because they, like we said, they abstain from things that are bad for them. They... Um, are typically they have faith in something beyond themselves. Oh. They don't try to put everything on them, so that stress is taken away. Yeah. They're they're less likely to uh, you know partake in risky behavior. Yeah. So statistically what speaking, say? what does that book say about ice cream at ten p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that doesn't really help you live longer. But well, that's the other thing, right? Is is you know gluttony, sloth, yeah. those types of parts of the religious. I mean, you want to your body's a temple. Right, you want to take care of you, but doesn't mean you. Yeah, you it, never it, indulge, it, but it ultimately it falls under idolatry. Like, right. what do you idol? Yeah. Right, is it food? Is it money? Is it sex? Is it what is it? Right, you're more likely to take care of your body because you believe that it's a temple for God. Right, yeah. if you're a religious person, yeah, if you've you're more been, likely to not drink. Yeah, excessively, if, you're more likely to not do drugs. You're more likely sure. not to sleep around and catch some, you know. Crazy, to, like yeah, you're more you, likely to do those that's things. That's right. If you've ever been to like a Christian church, and I, in in Fresno and Dallas, everybody's tan and jacked. Everybody. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I don't know. I don't know if we solved anything today, but I do think this series has been helpful for me personally in letting go of the stress of having to find an answer. Yeah. And letting go of the stress of what is it all. Because you don't, you don't want to get to a point, whatever you believe, where nothing matters. And it's just all meaningless. That's yeah. no way to live a life yeah. either. Yeah. So even if you don't believe that there's a God in heaven that's watching everything you do and, and guiding your life, yeah. I still think there's valuable things in the, in the principles that yeah. religion and teaches. I, and I think, man, the fact that you're asking questions, I think that's a good thing. Because when you ask questions... It ultimately leads you to, in my opinion, it leads you to where God wants to meet you. Yeah. And so, I mean, I just hope that, you know, and, and for those of you out there, like if you're struggling, ask questions. Like there's, there's nowhere in the Bible that says, don't ever question right. this. Don't right. ever question me. Well, that's the other thing is how many how many people out there their faith is just because they grew up with it. Yes. That's how my faith was. I never. Yeah. I never it's once inherited. It's, it's inherited. inherited faith. Right. Yeah. You believe in something because you were told to believe it or because yep. that's what you've always believed. You never, and that's what else, another thing I hope people, I'm with you, it's good to question these things. It means that you're truly trying to seek and, and be faithful. And how many of us in any aspect of life truly sit down and think about what we think? Yeah. We don't do that enough. Yeah. Do you, we don't truly challenge ourselves in any area yeah. about I mean, what we think. We're in real estate. If we're just like, oh, hey, I'm going to buy that property. And you don't do any diligence on it, and right. you don't dig in and understand it. Like, is that a wise decision? Right. No. Right. Like now, totally different, right? But it, it applies to anything. But essentially, that we do. like because the curiosity is going to lead you to to find answers. Like if you've ever like 
Now, I kind of want to see what the Bible like says about this or if like, hey, I've got a question. Like for me, I'll get into it and I'll be like, okay, I'll research, okay, what verses have to do with this? What ends up happening is I'm like, okay, it says this, this. And then I end up reading like three chapters. Yeah. Because like, okay, I want to know more. I want to know this. I want to know, like the curiosity, in my opinion, is going to lead you closer to God um, as opposed to what I would say uh, people that maybe like go away from faith is they just abandon it. Right, mm-hmm. and they don't ask the questions. They're just like, ah, I'm over it. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like this lifestyle. Well, that's not really challenging your thoughts either. No, that's then you're what I'm just, saying. You're just turning your brain that's off and I'm going saying. to something else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's to me, it's it's about doing the work to challenge what you believe. That's right. And and truly think about what do you think and, you, and why and, do you think it. And, and there's a there's some there's a lot of scientists out there that would say the deeper and deeper and deeper they go into the creation the more and more it points to a greater being right. than it does the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Because, again, there's just more and more unanswered things that we just can't understand. And really, like, from a scientific perspective, like, that can't happen. Like, yeah. it couldn't happen that way. Yeah. So, again, the more and more you dig, the more and more, in my opinion, again, it depends where you dig, but the more and more it's going to point you, yeah. in my opinion, so. back to God. Anyway, yeah, something I want to dig into maybe next week is marriages and the so we've kind of deconstructed the the we're going to talk about what's happening. Yeah. I got you. What's happening to faith, religion, God? Yeah. What's happening in our marriages? Yeah. Heck yeah. Because again, as we go down with religion, faith and God, I don't think it's any coincidence that marriages have also yep. taken a downward. And so yep. what kind of impact is that going to have? Huge. On society, whether you're a believer or not, it's 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 not a good trend that we're headed. So what, how, what's going on? Why are our marriages falling apart more so now than ever? There's a lot of reasons for it, but um, I'd like to dig into that because I think part of again the statistics are clear: a two marriage, a two person household raising kids is going to be much more successful. Odds yeah. are. Than a one parent household. Yep. So how do we buckle up? You guys yeah. thought I was ranting today. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait till next week. Yeah. So anyway, and they're and they're they're not they're not mutually like they're they're tied together in yep. my opinion. Yep. There's a lot of principles and faith that you got to carry to your marriage as yep. well. So anyway, and then we'll end off the year with uh, like I said that study on the book of willpower going in. Then everybody's setting resolutions. I think it's a good time to right. to have that discussion about yep. willpower. And so ice cream to four days a week. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, please share yeah, the podcasts. Um, we don't do a whole lot of marketing because we're, number one, we're busy. We've got real jobs. But yeah. number two, we're not maybe gifted in the marketing yeah, area. Yeah. <laughs> and also, one thing, jump onto YouTube. Go check out our, our latest uh, Saturday Suffering. Yeah. We just launched this last yep. week. Yep. Uh, go check that out. And again, just paying homage to all our veterans out there mm-hmm. um, and the sacrifice that they, that they um, give for us um, in serving because... Uh, they're just amazing individuals that allow us to do the things that we do. And so we just geared this Saturday suffering. It sucked. I would say it was the hardest one, I, mainly because the last event. Yeah. To me, it was neck and neck with the first one we did. First one sucks. Sure. That was horrible. You're right. You're, so, you're very right. I guess all that to say, help us out by sharing out. the show. Yeah. And, and checking out the, yeah. the Saturday suffering. Again, we do that selfishly because it's good for us yeah. mentally and it keeps from getting soft yep. but it's also fun for you to watch our pain and laugh at our pain so. and it is brought to you <laughs> yeah go to your uh, local heb here in texas we got two now here in north Tal- north texas yep. in dallas uh go get your jocko fuel 
Um, yeah, anyway. So we'll right. see you guys next week. Uh, have a great weekend.